0: hello i'm annie musu a certified eft tapping master practitioner i help women build confidence set boundaries and enjoy healthy relationships welcome to my podcast hush your mind building a better relationship with yourself on this show i offer practical wisdom to help you clear fears limiting beliefs and trauma so that you can gracefully create a life you love Welcome to episode number 38 of my podcast, Hush Your Mind, Building a Better Relationship with Yourself. Over the years, I've enjoyed plenty of spiritual teachings. These teachings hinted at my true nature, but they couldn't bring about the direct experience of it. My knowledge eventually clouded my inner wisdom. An unconventional Zen teacher named Master Linji taught that when we meet the Buddha, we should chop off his head. The first time I read that, I thought, What? Chop off his head? Why? My finger traced the text several times. What he meant was that we may be pursuing our idea of enlightenment without realizing it. In other words, to access our inner wisdom, we need to release the past and the future, beliefs, expectations, and even spiritual ideas. That's why, to be fully alive, we must chop off the Buddha's head. So I pondered, what would happen if I tuned out what I know? Could my intuition show me the way? It isn't always easy with my overactive, reason-oriented mind, but developing my intuition helps me navigate life with more ease and grace. So why is it so hard to connect to our intuition? Many of us have accidentally shut off our gut feelings. As small children, we learned that our caretakers know better. Heeding their advice kept us out of trouble and decreased stress. For others, listening to their intuition was unsafe. They may have been criticized or neglected for speaking their truths. But everyone has intuition for a reason. It's a part of who we are. Our intuition guides us to the right decisions, reveals our spiritual gifts, and improves our lives. It isn't a pseudoscientific phenomenon, as some people might think. Our intuition comes from the way our brains store, process, and retrieve information on a subconscious level. The biggest obstacle to developing my intuition was unhealed trauma. I learned as a child that my hypercritical father's needs were more important than mine. So I grew up constantly focusing outward like a coyote scanning the desert for danger. My self-doubt wouldn't let me lower my guard. I didn't trust myself to make the right decisions. Fortunately, I discovered EFT tapping, which helped me focus on my inner experience and calm my nerves. Introspection and journaling also helped heal past wounds. Eventually, it felt safe enough to trust the universe. My mind miraculously relaxed and the still inner voice emerged. If you want support to release your emotional baggage and align with your intuition, book a free chat with me to learn about my EFT services at hushyourmind.com slash coaching. The link is also in the show notes. Another obstacle to connecting with my intuition was having a set idea of what intuitive hits are. I used to think intuitive hits sounded like another person's voice. I didn't know whose, but certainly not my own. To my great surprise, those juicy ideas that sounded like my own thoughts were my intuition. Our preconceived notions can make us doubt the validity of our hunches, but our intuition always communicates with us. We just don't notice or pay attention. There are four intuitive types. In the book titled You Are Psychic, Develop Your Natural Intuition Through Your Psychic Type. Author Sherry Dillard writes that our intuitive or psychic type is our primary way of intuiting. We tend to resonate with one or two intuitive types mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual but we can develop our abilities in each one. Which ones do you identify with? The first intuitive type is mental intuition. Mental intuitives receive impressions mainly through their thoughts and a sense of knowing. If you're like me, you tend to get spontaneous ideas and insight. Though we can intuit others' thoughts and perceptions, we might doubt our abilities. My partner Loic and I often use telepathy unknowingly. One time we were just below the 15 euro minimum for credit card payments at the local organic store. I secretly craved a chocolate bar. Suddenly, Loic reached over and grabbed the chocolate bar from the counter Perhaps you've experienced claircognizance before. You get a flash of insight, just a knowing with no explanations. And clairaudience is intuiting energy information from sounds, voices, or even music. Intuitive type number two is emotional intuitive. Empaths will resonate with this one. Emotional intuitives feel others' emotions. It's easy to confuse intuited emotions with their own or feel overwhelmed. Perhaps you can sense someone's heavy energy, or you may feel a loved one's joy, even if they live far away. Some intuitives feed off the emotional roller coaster and some close up due to the intensity. Clarissentience allows these intuitives to receive information about people or places through the heart and a sense of feeling. Intuitive type number three is physical intuitive. If you're a physical intuitive, you may receive gut feelings, tingling sensations, or even others' pain. Intuited physical symptoms might appear and vanish mysteriously. Clarisentience can manifest as concrete bodily sensations and awareness. People who intuit information by holding an object or gazing at a photo use psychometry. Years ago, nothing seemed to soothe Loïc's stiff back. So I decided to place my hands on his back and imagine the pain disappearing. My hands felt hot and tingly. The next morning, he felt much better. Energy healing has become a part of daily life thanks to my experiments and guinea pig, aka husband. I still have much to learn, but my tingling sensations certainly help me locate others' pain. It's like a spidey sense. And finally, intuitive type number four, spiritual intuitive. Spiritual intuitives may see flashes of light, color or orbs, and experience vivid dreams and daydreams. You may sense the presence of deceased loved ones, angels or spirit guides. Mediumship empowers you to communicate with these beings. Have you received divine information from images or symbols? Clairvoyance makes that possible. Now that you know the four intuitive types, you can learn how to connect to each of them more fully. First and foremost, it's essential to slow down and enjoy some quiet time every day. Watch the sunset, take a walk, or just shut your eyes for a few minutes. This helps us become more receptive to our intuition's subtle calls. It goes without saying that transforming old emotional wounds greatly eases our ability to tune into our intuition. I've suggested three tips for each intuitive type respectively, for a total of 12 tips, Some have been adapted from Dillard's book, You Are Psychic, which I highly recommend. So here's the first tip. Keep a journal of aha moments. Go on a daily scavenger hunt for ideas and revelations. Jot them down as soon as you receive them. Then review your notes from time to time. Tip number two is meditate on a personal issue. Write down your thoughts, emotions, and expectations about an area of life like relationships, finances, or spiritual guidance. Meditate on this issue while listening for a still, calm voice. Intuitive thoughts are short, simple, and repetitive. Review any insight. Tip number three, try automatic writing. Ask yourself a question, then write or type whatever comes to you. If you start thinking, just keep writing. Find the gems in the gibberish. Tip number four, pay attention to your emotions. I like to ask myself often, How am I feeling right now? We feel emotions all day long, but we might not be aware of it. Or we may unconsciously push them aside. This practice helps you distinguish your emotions from intuited ones. Tip number five. Sense the energy of old furniture or jewelry. Visit an antique shop and hold or touch a piece of furniture or jewelry. Is the energy positive or negative? Light or heavy? Do you get any impressions of the past owner? Tip number six, open your heart chakra. Imagine breathing a white light down through the top of your head. Send this energy into your heart. Let any toxic and negative emotions dissipate on their own. Feel the love in your heart and listen to any messages. Tip number seven, detect energy with your hands. Place your palms on a strong and healthy body part. Notice the energy flow in your hands. Then, put your hands on a tense or painful body part. Feel the energy. Experiment with friends, family, pets, or plants. Tip number eight. Notice the vibes of a place. Louis and I like to exchange notes after visiting different places. We ask each other, did the place feel energetic or tense? How does your body feel after leaving the place? Tip number nine dialogue with physical pain. Focus on the source of physical pain. Breathe deeply. Ask Does this pain come from within? Did I absorb it from someone else? What's the message behind this pain? Answers may appear in dreams or synchronicities. Tip number 10 interpret your dreams. Make an effort to remember any dreams as soon as you wake up. Eventually, you'll remember them more easily. List the main symbols in your dream and contemplate your personal associations with it. Tip number 11. Practice visualization. Sharpen the images, visions, and symbols in your mind's eye by imagining yourself in different scenes. Can you see yourself enjoying a hot air balloon ride or scuba diving in the Caribbean? And finally, tip number 12, connect with your spirit guides. There are many ways to connect to your spirit guides. Some people like to light a white candle, set an intention, and invoke them. Or you can visualize a figure and begin an inner dialogue. It can even be as simple as thanking the universe for anything joyful that comes your way. In conclusion, your inner wisdom awaits you. Developing our intuition can be extremely confusing. It's like learning how to walk again, because we all have intuition. We've just dismissed or ignored it for so long. If we muster up the courage to acknowledge our intuition's gentle calls, we can let our innate wisdom guide us, and with that comes more peace, love, and grace. All we have to do is to get quiet and listen. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Hush Your Mind. Keep in touch with me by subscribing to my twice a month newsletter or following me on Insight Timer. And if you'd like some personalized support, book a free call at hushyourmind.com slash coaching. The links are in the show notes. May you have the courage to love and accept yourself. Be well and take care.